you weren't supposed to you weren't supposed to go uh -oh, we're losing audio lawrence keller who had directed a christmas carol for the alliance which i was understudying oh, well michael hold on one second can you oh. repeat that because we lost your audio for just a second oh sure 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 so uh which part so I came to Whole World back when it was over on <laughs> From Atlanta, where quarantine did nothing to solve our traffic, it's the Whole World Improv Podcast, brought to you by Whole World Improv Theater, Atlanta's original home of improv. Here your hosts, artistic director Chip Powell, and the best guy to have on your trivia team because his mind is full of useless facts, John Mihalik. Hey everybody, it's John. Thanks for tuning in this week. This week is part two of our interview with Sarah Baker and Michael Sweeney. We'll pick up our interview with Michael, taking us back to the first musical improv scenes. This is something that's become a staple of our shows at Whole World ever since. Also, don't miss his band, All Right, All Right, because they're pretty awesome. I immediately added them to my workout playlist, which uh, doesn't get used much, but don't hold that against them. The website is all one word, allrightallright.com. You've seen Sarah Baker in a lot of movies and TV shows. You'll hear Chip bring up her current work in The Kaminsky Method, now streaming on Netflix. But really, there's only one entry on Sarah's IMDb page that stands out. Here's a hint. I almost went full boil asking her about it. I think we found from that time period was that, Sweeney, you were so into the music that we started doing musical games with you and your guitar. You were doing musical impersonations. I was so blown away when we could end the show with just you doing your guitar and singing a song and doing different impersonations. I mean, it just at that what time. What impersonations did you do? Oh my gosh, I did. Dylan. I did, Dylan, I did Elvis Costello. I did Tom Waits. I did Neil oh. Young. Oh yeah. Yeah. I uh, mean, it was so good. Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. And I, and that was, there's two, and I'm grateful for this to both Webster and to Lance for, for a couple things. Cause I remember Lance made me, I was starting to tool around on the guitar again and I hadn't touched it in a few years. Like when I came down to Atlanta, I was like, I'm an actor now, you know what I mean? And all this, whatever that meant. And then I started playing again a little bit. And then Lance told me to write a song about Star Wars because the Star Wars episode one was going to come out. And he's like, you gotta write a song about that. And you're going to do it live. And I was like, all right, all right, you know, and it ended up being a fun song or whatever. And it, and it went over super, super well. And I got a real high from that. And then that led into them doing the, doing the improvised songs, right. And making stuff up on the spot. And that started with just like, I would get like a topic and I would make up a song about it, like, you know, two chords. And I would just sit there back and forth on the two chords and make up whatever they, the topic was. And I was always pretty good at rhyming and stuff like that. So then that turned into... I can't remember when all the impersonations came in, but I remember it was around the time that Webster made me start doing them. And then he was like, at one point too, like outside of rehearsal, he was like, why don't you write a real song? And I was like, that's not really my thing. I'm not good at that kind of thing. And he's like, somebody put a gun to your head. You could write a song. I was like, all right. So I wrote a song and that's still one of my main pursuits now. And one of my favorite things to do. What was the song? I can't even remember. I think it was, I, I, Something about like all the drugs I was doing at the time, I think probably <laughs> there's a line cool. about ecstasy. <laughs> cool, like man. Which I'm sure you gotta go with what you know, right? Right. Yeah. 
the ideas that we were coming up with then, I swear they planted seeds because I, to this day, when I'm teaching a class and we get to our musical class, I ask the students, do you play guitar? Do you play keyboard? So we still, to this day, have main cast members that we get on stage and feature their musical talents. Lee is in a band here, which she's actually doing the intro and outro music for yeah. this podcast. Oh, nice. super cool. So, you know, it's good that we can still use the homegrown talent. It's really based on you, Sweeney, because I was so inspired by the fact that you could do that, that I was like, future cast members, if they've got that kind of talent, we need to use it in the show and make the show better. So that's what we continue to do to this day. And well, that was the thing always with Michael, too, was like he actually had musical talent and a good singing voice but then could be funny on top of it. Cause your renegade one was really funny. Cause it was just like you making up songs of people like walking down the street. Well, the renegade stuff like kind of terrified me too. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost like, Oh, well I have a guitar and it was kind of like a crutch for me in many ways where it's like, I can say anything you know what I mean? because I have a guitar and I'll just go up to these people here. And, you know, and again, the brunt of the joke was always to make me look like an idiot as opposed to anybody else. You know what I mean? Which is what yeah. I prefer. But yeah, it was just, I don't know. That one was so fun. I just love, you know, I, I remember being back backstage, like in between like Chip, you and me and, and Emily, I remember a lot, we would take popular songs and change the words and make up new lyrics and stuff and just walk around singing in stupid voices. And that was one of my favorite things. I remember one song that was going around to the tune of, to the tune of Tom Jones's She's a Lady that I will not repeat here because it was really foul. <laughs> please, please, please do. Yeah. Please do. Uh, uh, maybe at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Sweeney, you leave Whole World, and then where does it take you from there? Well, I came out here and did do a few commercials here and there. That was basically it, and I went through the Groundlings program, but I really started pursuing music. I have a band myself, allrightallright.com. You guys, if you want to uh, really check it out. Oh, um, please. We've, been, yeah. we've been recording remotely during quarantine, actually, so and that's almost done, so we're going to have an EP coming out soon, oh, nice. and, and then we're putting... Um, we're rehearsing for the first time in a year and a half this weekend, in fact. So Ooh, I'm super, that's fun. we can actually, everybody's vaccinated and we can all go and be in person in each other's grill and, and, uh, and sing and everything and sing and everything and play. And we're very, it's so funny because it's like whole world for many years was my gang. And now this is kind of like a new gang. You know what I mean? Everybody's together. I'm a groupie, and stuff. So I'm still in it. Yeah. She's part of it. Part of it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, so I'm excited to do that. Yeah. Music is, is basically the thing. I have a director who did a play. In fact, what I have to go from here and go work on who, uh, directed me in a play a few years back is putting together a musical of my stuff and he's running a small theater in Arizona, but he's uh, putting a show together based on my stuff. So I'm working on that right now. as well. When the LP uh, finally comes out, we'd love to have you back. So all 10 of our listeners can hear it. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You can play. Sure, sure. We have, we have stuff up live too, as well to check us out right on the website. Hey there, did you know that Whole World is opening up for live shows again? Yeah, just as the whole world is opening up for everything. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) Join us in a safe, socially distant pod for some great improv and lots of laughs. We're still following the CDC guidelines to ensure that everyone has a great time. But honestly, what does the CDC know? If they were really on their game, The Walking Dead would have ended by season two. There's hand sanitizer galore and it's pretty airy. No need to hug or touch anyone. Who wants to do that? 
hey, Sarah, has anybody ever seen you anyplace? <laughs> I mean, I left Whole Worlds like a couple years after, oh, maybe three years after, after you. Really? And I once again followed Michael, but this time to California. Um, remember when you left? I do. It was sad. And We're then I left so here sad. for a few months and that yeah, was sad. Oh God, and I realized that I went really to Boston sad. for a little while and I actually did improv in Boston for a little while and, and uh, was working there as well with my family and then realized that that was a mistake and we moved back 10 months later. Oh God. It's funny, like we were saying, having had that, you know, period during the whole world where we were all going to move out to LA and, and at that time too, people were taking trips with Webster out to LA and I never did that. So I had never been here. I moved here sight unseen. I had never been here. Because Bobby got the job, right? Was that- I basically lost my day job. I was working a day job um, in Atlanta. And when I lost that, it was suddenly like, oh, well, I'm not tied to anything anymore. And so many of us at Whole World had, like so many of our sort of core company had left at that point. But I was suddenly like, people had moved out here. Lance was out here, Rob, Rob Michael, Annie, Anna and Lauren. Mm-hmm. Like so many people had come out here. I think it gave me the courage to be like, well, if I'm going to try it, I guess I better try it now. So Bobby, my partner's a teacher. So he applied to jobs, you know, like in a 90 mile radius of LA and got one. So we moved out and yeah, I mean, it took me a while, but um, eventually... I went through the Groundlings too and started performing there and um, yeah, and eventually started getting, um, eventually got an agent and started getting work. I am looking at an IMDB profile and that is an understatement getting work, Sarah. Right. Yeah. It took a while. It took a while. I have to say that I had my brother and his wife over for dinner last night and I was cooking and putting, you know, the table out and all this other stuff. And I was watching you. I was seeing you sit at a table with Michael Douglas and Kathleen Turner and they're your parents and Carl Reiner is there. And, you know, Samuel Jackson is on that episode. I think the amount of talent that came through and Dr. Quinn medicine woman, is you know at the funeral talking very inappropriately which you would never have thought she would ever say that and you know Lisa's on there I love her and it was just this whole collection of people that I'm looking at going we were probably going to the movies to see these people and now here you are working with them and I can't tell you like the amount of pride that I felt that your hard work and determination paid off in a way that you get to have the ability to work with these people. It's, it's pretty damn impressive. Thanks Chip. That's very sweet. Yeah. It's, it's very, you know, there's so many surreal moments. Um, but yeah. at the same time, it's always whenever you see her, like, you know, working with Christopher Guest or whoever, it's like just it's a natural thing. Of course, she belongs there. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. But then again, it's like it's so funny because, you know, I'm, wa- I'm watching the Jane Fonda, Lily Tomlin show. And then here Sarah pops up. I'm like, I, I know her. <laughs> I know that waitress. Oh, my God. That that show 
we I probably looked like I was 12 because the lighting on that show was amazing. <laughs> they have this two older actresses. So literally all the walls were lined in white with beautiful bounce, you know, light coming through it. It's the best light I've ever worked with in my life. Well, I have to tell you that Brooklyn Nine-Nine is one of the great achievements in human comedy. <laughs> you were on two I love that show so much. I was such, I literally said to Andy Samberg, I was like, I'm a fan of the show. He was like, oh, that's great. I was like, no, quiz me. Like, I want to prove it to you. <laughs> and he was like, oh, um, I was like, ah, never mind. But I wanted, because I feel like so often when you meet people or you go on certain shows, you know, there's a lot of BS where people are like, oh, I love your work or whatever. And, you know, especially on shows, because a lot of times you're on a show you don't actually watch. But when you're on one that you watch, I really wanted them to be, I wanted them to know I was sincere. I mean, I was taking pictures. I was geeking out because I love that show. Before we start wrapping up, has the improv translated into the television work that you've been doing in the movies? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've done some stuff that, um, like Michael was talking about, like the, this Christopher Guest movie I um, got to be in was improvised. So, but even in stuff, you know, it, every job is different. And some, a lot of times if I'm on there, it's just like a guest just for the week. I'm not going to try to like improvise and add a whole bunch of stuff. And some people, some projects just, you can tell it's like, that's not an okay thing. But but there are definitely times where you can add a little button, improvise a little something, or if it's an actor either that you know, or is also an improv person, even if you've never met, you feel a little free to do that. But I think it also just, as we always taught to our students at Whole World, it just gives you confidence because you feel like you can roll with anything that happens, or if a mistake happens, you can keep going. So even just aside from like, trying to be funny or improvise a funny line. It's just good for like being able to roll with changes because a lot of times there's last minute changes or you just always have that basis where you feel like I can keep going until they call cut. I'm not going to be the one to break this or mess this up, you know? So it's a definitely a good foundation for sure. Yeah. The scene with Michael Douglas and Samuel L. Jackson, when they're- Samuel L. Jackson? Um, yeah, they were in the uh, the studio doing the- uh, Oh, Morgan Freeman? Oh, Morgan Freeman. That's right. Yeah. Morgan Freeman. And they I were was doing, like, I would remember meeting I, Samuel L. Jackson. Morgan Freeman, yeah. They were, they were doing improv, and he kept saying, take my masterclass. Yes. And they got into a huge fight, and then they were like, instead of arguing, can you do a scene? And he was like, and scene. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that a little bit. Yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah, we don't want Samuel because Samuel's filming a movie here right now. One of our guys, his uh, personal assistant. So they, Ooh, would, oh, wow. they would be very upset if we said that. <laughs> I I would remember meeting Samuel L. Jackson. I'll tell you that right now. Right. You're, you're damn right, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> and let the record show we had to say motherfucker because when you're talking about Samuel L. Jackson, it's the law. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, what, what improv skills have you taken in your post whole world career into your music career and other things? Uh, everything. It's everything. You know, I mean, it's definitely improv is, is, is the most important thing to have ever happened to me. I, it, it, it just helps you negotiate life. You know what I mean? I remember I, I, I'm always I remember having this moment that um, when I was on stage with and, and the whole thing about like, you know, like with improv and and 
all of the technique and the philosophy behind what Whole World in particular was doing is about be present, be present, be present, be present. And that's, you know, just good acting in general anyway, or good improv improvising in it anyway. But I remember having this moment where I was on stage, I was on stage with Emily, in fact, and I will never forget this, where I was just like, she must've thought I was crazy. I'm just staring at her for a second because I was like, oh my God, I'm aware of everything on this stage right now. And it was like, everything slowed down. And I was mm -hmm. in this scene and it was like, I'm completely aware of everything that's happening on the stage right now. And that's like, the moment that you're always trying to reach an improv, but that's kind of helped me like through anything stressful in life. It helps me with music. It helps me like when you're doing a live music show and stuff goes wrong or, you know, people can't hear you or whatever and stuff like that. You have to compensate, you have to improvise. And so even in terms of songwriting, I mean, that's the whole basis of, of everything that I've, that I try to do. It's like, if it's not, if it doesn't cut, like I'll, I'll labor over a song. Like if I have like a, a melody or whatever, and I'm trying to put lyrics to it, I'll spend all day on it and it will always be bullshit. And the next day something will pop into my head completely spontaneously. And I'll just like go da -da -da -da, and let my mind wander and free associate. And those will be the ones we keep. And I'll, everybody in the band will be like, Oh, that's a good one. And it's always that thing. I think that's just like, it's the organic nature of life. You know what I mean? It's like, it's either pure and legitimate and happening right in the moment or it's not, you know? to sound uh i'm gonna light some incense now and uh <laughs> do some yoga <laughs> so uh final takeaway if you had to sum up your whole world experience in one sentence michael what would it be uh what's the word essential wow you got yeah. it down to one word i did <laughs> pressure's on pressure's there, there. <laughs> yeah yeah, I mean, I guess for me, it's always about the people, you know, like you were saying, Chip, it's like put any combo of us together and it's like no time has passed because we worked so hard on those relationships when we were young and put so much into our stage life and our personal lives together. And so those people, you know, you guys, I mean, know me better than almost anybody really other than my family and maybe in some cases more than my family. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I always, I mean, it's, it's about the work and I, and like Michael said, it's such a foundation for life, the work that we did there. Um, and especially my work as an actor, but for me, if, if I had to give up everything else, I would have to keep, you know, the friendships that I made. Yeah. I tell you, um, a lot. <laughs> A lot happened here. We haven't even, this is not even the tip of the iceberg. But uh, as we customize uh, the podcast a little bit more, we'll see if you guys can come back and join us. And it's been so great having you on today. Thank it's you nice to so see your much. face again. Yeah. In person. I know. Thank you. Guys. So, uh, I, miss you, I miss you dearly. All right. Take it easy. Uh, miss you guys so much i love every time i get a chance to visit with either one of you and it's always such a joy to know that it was like you driving up to meet us in san fran sarah was like i was like oh my god like this is so great and got to spend such a great amount of time together doing different things and i love that you film in atlanta because then i can see you and we can go get food and have drinks and invite folks over it's always good so yeah we love and miss you here very much. I know. We we miss you guys. Same. Thanks so much for being on today. Um, I'm Chip Powell. And I'm John Mihalik. So thanks for joining us with the Whole World Podcast. Thank you, Thanks guys. for having me. And the scene. Oh, <laughs> beautiful.
Thanks for listening to the Whole World Improv Theater Podcast. We're 10 episodes in. Two more and we'll match the total number of listeners. <laughs> the Whole World Improv Podcast is a production of Whole World Improv Theater in association with Headspace Industries. The executive producer, writer, and fan bearer on the right side of the king is Chip Powell. And John Mihalik does stuff. Again, all right, John. Yeah, all right, you're doing that again with the credits. Let's see if um, you bring all your, your wonderful credits back next week. You make it really hard for me to zing you if you're being all humble now. John, original music by The Gentle Readers. Please help support this podcast by liking, subscribing, and leaving us a review. You could even slip us a note before gym class. Ah, gym class. I remember gym class. I did not get any notes slipped to me. Surprise, surprise. Um, so normal and desirable now. <laughs> I remember one time, probably in middle school, a friend of mine told me that one of the really popular girls said, I went by Katie at the time, she said, you know, Katie could be popular, like whatever. She's got like the bone structure, but she's so weird. So she's never going to be popular. And I didn't really know how to take that. I mean, I was like, I don't want to be popular. You guys party way too much for middle schoolers. I'm trying to hold on to these tiny little brain cells. And also I'm very, uh, you know, prude. Because <gasps> middle schoolers, anyway. So I didn't really want to be popular. Whole World Improv Theater is a 501c3 nonprofit theater. Please support by donating at our website, wholeworldtheater.com. And remember, it's tax deductible and a lot easier than figuring out what the heck an earned income tax credit is. What? Additional writing and voiceover from me, Kate Arlo. And that's about my fourth name change. Um, you know, I have my reasons and it's not all showbiz related. So, uh, you know. People in life make you want to change things. It's fun though. It's kind of like what's in a name. You figure things out. People will treat you a little differently. It's very interesting. Maybe I'll write a book about it someday. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Well, so good to see you guys. Yeah, you, you too. too. All right, Wait, well, do you have to do a picture? Oh, we'll just do a screen grab from here. Make sure we look beautiful. We'll take the best one. I'll take the best one. So it's it's kind of up to me. And you guys love Chip more than I do, but that's <laughs>